0: message that we're that I'm going to preach this morning, for some of you, it's going to be encouraging and, and delivering. You're going to be able to realize that what God wants to do is deeper than what you've wanted Him to do, and you're going to be encouraged about that. For some of you, this might seem like a burden. What I'm getting ready to preach, you might say, oh, I don't want, I, I was already having a hard time going this far with God, and now you're asking me to go further with God. And for those of you that feel that way, maybe some other day this message will be for you. I truly believe with all of my heart that God wants to set us free. That He wants us to live in the time that we have right now in a way that we're going to be glad that we lived when we're in eternity. And that He wants us to be able to understand uh, the difference between uh, praying for our government so they can smarten up so we can live like we want and rescuing the perishing. We're here to rescue the perishing. You were the perishing, and now you're not. You know, I, I look over and I see Wayne... I don't know if it was uh, John Stamletalatis or uh, um, Jim, was his name Jim? You know, coming over to the Union Mission, preaching the gospel, and caring. Who was it? It was Tim Driley. And caring, not just coming over as a sense of duty, but caring for the people there. And Wayne was saved. We all have testimonies of people who cared enough. To point us to Jesus. You're here to point people to Jesus. You understand? You have a job, and that's great. Your job is so that you can be a light in your job. You understand that? The, whatever you have, wherever God has called you to be, in your house, in your neighborhood, in your family extended, you're there to be a light. You're there simply to do this. I mean this with all my heart. Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. And then to those of us that are born again, we are here for each other to say to each other, looking unto Jesus, looking away unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. We are here because Jesus is the Christ. I mean here. We are literally here this Sunday morning, here at Tidewater Baptist, because Jesus is the Christ. That's the only reason we're here. That's the only reason that I'm here. If it were not for Jesus, I wouldn't be here right now. If it were not for Jesus, and I don't mean this to be elaborate or or, but I don't believe I'd be alive right now if it wasn't for Jesus. But I know that I would not be standing here if it wasn't for Jesus. And so my only be- purpose for being here is to um, either evangelize, or edify, or to encourage, or all three of those. That's my. But you know what? That's your reason for being here. You say, no, no, you're the pastor. I'm just a member. Now, and here's, I know I've said this before. I believe that the vast majority of Christianity chooses churches like they choose cell phone plans. Whichever one is best for them. Whichever one they like the most. And, and too many Christians. It really goes to exactly what you were saying. Exactly what you were saying. You, you, know, you go back and look at it. They had turned the Sabbath into a burden for everybody because they didn't want to worship God. At one point, God's going to say through Isaiah, um, why do you trample my courts? Why are you doing this? And they could say back to him, we're doing exactly what you told us to do. And he will say to them, no, you're not. It's all the difference in the world going to church and loving Jesus, all the difference in the world. And so. I submit to you, I really believe this will be encouraging to some of you. I believe some of you are going to be so glad to realize that here's the path to helping America. And I really believe with all my heart that God would have us look at this. And more so, it's ironic, John's Sunday school class, even the conversation we had after Sunday school, and of course he doesn't know, the passage that I asked him to read is not the passage that we're going to look at. You should turn your Bible to uh, 2 Chronicles chapter 7 because we're going to run out of time. And I'm going to come back to this. Uh, You know, we were scheduled to be in uh, Jude. We would begin our study of the book of Jude this morning. And I have all the notes to begin the study of the book of Jude this morning. Even a keynote. It's even on James' computer. The keynote's on the computer. That's what I was going to be in. But The Lord just really burdened me towards the end of the week. No, this is what I want you to do. This is where I want you to go. This is what I want you to preach. And and I have so much that I'm not going to be able to get through it this morning. But we're going to come back to it tonight probably next Sunday morning and probably next Sunday evening. And we're going to find out and here in our church family who's willing to humble themselves and be conformed to the image of Christ and live the time that we have left. Because that's all Tideway is going to be going forward. We're just going to, you know, we're going to meet, uh, I point to Ronnie and Bonnie because I know that they'll be, well, I don't know, I'm assuming they'll be here on, on Wednesday. We're going to meet on Wednesday. Listen, if you you know, some of you just heard for the first time that we're going to include Sunday school and CEF on Wednesday night, and you may say, "I can't come this Wednesday." Don't don't worry about it. It's not a matter of we're going to take attendance and you know I'm going to call everybody and say, "What's wrong with you? Why didn't you show up?" The point is if you're interested in coming. By the way, if you're not ministering to the children and you're still interested in coming on Wednesday night, to pray. We're going to pray for the children. I would ask those of you that minister to children, like Gary Kimmy, who's not here right now. Gary Kimmy has a Sunday school class. I'd I'd ask you to bring the names of those you minister to, including Daryl, you have those in your van. You know what I'm saying? The names of those that you minister to, bring them written down on Wednesday, when we come, we're going to pray. Here's what I've come to realize. We can't touch the lives of those children directly right now. But I believe prayer for them is, and I, you're probably already doing this, those of you that minister to them, but, but the Lord has burdened me that we would do it together, that we would begin to pray together for these children, that God would rescue them, whether we can minister to them or not. I'm becoming more and more aware that my prayer is more important than my words. Do you know, hear me? Your prayer is more important than your words. We put too much confidence in our talking to each other. Prayer is more important. Would it be better for me to talk to Don or for me to pray for Don? Right? would, Would it be better for me to try to help Don with all my strength or for me to ask God to help Don with all of his strength? You decide. But I believe that God wants us to be a praying people in faith. Again, God does not want us to hold something in our hands and go from one part of it to another and do a rote prayer. That's not what he wants. What he wants is for us to talk to him. You know, I had somebody ask me, I had somebody ask me uh, this week, what does it mean to, they said, may I ask you a question? What does it mean to pray to God? And I said, well, you just demonstrated it. You talked to me and you expected me to give you a, a response. I said, that's what prayer is. We talk to God because we have a need and we expect him to Give us a response. 2 Chronicles chapter 7. 2 Chronicles chapter 7. In verse 14. 2 Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14. And I only have a few minutes this morning. There's a lot here. We'll come back to it. 2 Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14. Many of you know this passage. I want to go through this passage. Um, I want to go through this passage together this morning. 2 Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. So, first of all, those of you who care to, put a circle around if... And put a circle around then if then understand that this is a promise for this is a conditional promise from God yes there's an if if this then this so let's look at the if if my people now I'm going to ask you to I'm going to ask you to participate this morning if you can cons- okay if my people which are called by my name let's just use that to begin with. If my people, which are called by my name, if you consider yourself truly, truly consider yourself to be one of God's people called in, the, in his name, in other words, if you're a Christian, if you're truly born again, I am a child of God because of the blood of, just like the song just sa- sang, redeemed, redeemed. I'm a child of God because of the blood of Christ. If that's true of you, would you stand up? I am, I am part of the my people called by my name, in other words, I am one of Jehovah's people, one of Christ's people called by his name. Okay, go ahead and sit down. This is for you. Is this not for you? Right, this is for you, yes or no? You can decide right now. It says if my people, and by the way, heal their land. You wanna help America? Well, here's the pattern, okay? Here's the pattern. And it's very much, I'm telling you, if you go back and read Isaiah 58 again, and say, yeah, this is exactly what Israel was is missing. And by the way, Israel missed this all of her life for the most part. And the church in the world is largely missing this still today. Because listen, we want to pray to God so that we can have our way. We're not here to have our way, we're here so that He can rescue people. Now, he will be glorified in that, but I'm becoming more and more aware. And ye shall be witnesses unto me. The whole point is, they'll see the change in us, and they'll say, can I be changed? And you'll say, yes, you can. Jesus can change you also. And then, praise God, we'll all go home. It's the end of the message. I know we're not going to have time to finish the message, because I planned on spending more time than we have left just on that. The land, not the kingdom. Kingdom's not in trouble understand that? The kingdom's not in trouble. Kingdom God's not in trouble. The land is in trouble. The land is just where we live. This is not our kingdom. Do You understand? The United States of America is not our kingdom. Jesus Christ is the one who is in charge of our kingdom. Yes? Amen? You understand that? But do we care about the land, our kinsmen, according to the flesh? And the answer is, I hope we do. I desire that we do. Where you're sitting today, do you care about your neighbor? You Listen, I'm, I'm sorry that people can't behave themselves in the United States of America right now. But you want to know what's going to rescue them? Jesus. Vote. You should vote. You should voice your conscience. You should vote your convictions. We're going to vote. We're, I'm, I'm going to try to get everybody that I know to vote because I think we should vote because they are our representatives. And in order for them to represent you, you have to vote for somebody. You say, but I don't like any of them. Then, then vote for the one you dislike least, I guess. But vote for someone because it matters. It does matter, but prayer for these people, giving yourself for these people will rescue them because then they can see Jesus. If my people, which are called by my name, now notice, let's just see, what, so, so what is the first thing? You can, you can just go through it with me. What is the first thing that's needed? And the answer is what? Say it out loud. Humility, Humility. humble yourself. How many of you think you need humility? How many of you think you need more humility in your life? Raise your hand if you think you need more humility in your life. Those of you that didn't raise your hand, you should leave. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <clears throat> we need humility. We all need more humility. We all need, again, as John said in Sunday school, Jesus must increase, but I must I must decrease. But I want Jesus to increase. And I hope that that's what you want, too. I, I, I'm, I'm only going to introduce this this morning humble themselves. And then what it says after that, pray and seek my face. Pray and seek my face. And I think these go together. Pray and seek my face. If we'll humble ourselves, and then while we're humbled, if we'll pray and seek his face. In other words, not pray as in just to go through some religious activity, but pray seeking God's face in our prayer time. In other words, to go boldly to the throne of grace to talk to the one that sits upon the throne of grace. Amen. Not to go no, listen, listen. We're not sending letters, prayer letters to God. We're going to see God in prayer. We're coming before God to pray. We are going into the presence of God to petition Him, to to bring supplication, to bring urgent requests. We're going before Him to do these things. That's what God wants us to do. And He wants us to see Him face to face when we're doing this. Go to Psalm 139.23. This may be all we get through pretty much this morning. And we are pressed for time, I realize that. And that's okay. I mean, it is what it is. Again, there's not, every Sunday this is not the same. And, and I am just truly encouraged about what God wants to do in our church family. And I'm very excited about what He's going to do, I believe, through what we're looking at. Pray and seek my face. Psalm 139, verse 23 and 24. Psalm 139, verse 23 and 24. And this is pray and seek my face, I believe, expressed. Psalm 129. Excuse me, 139, 23 and 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Now, I want you to notice it says, Search me, try me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to expound upon these later. It says, Search me, try me. What, what about me? My heart? My thoughts? in my way, okay, you guys see that? Search me, try me, search my heart, try my heart. Search my thoughts, try them. Search my way, check it out, see whether it's what it should be or not. And then, again, we have the same thing. It says, and see if there be any wicked way, and lead me. So after we allow him to do the searching, the trying, then lead me. You make the change. You lead me. I have so much that I want to talk to you about these things. I really hope that you desire for this to be the change in your life. I be, listen, I, I, have, um, I have never been more sure of the need in our nation for the children of God to begin to do earnest business with God in, in humility, asking God to change them so he can use them to help others. People need to be rescued. People need to be rescued. America needs to be rescued. If the land can be rescued, this is the pattern right here. So after, it says, lead me in the way everlasting. And now going back to first, Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, it says, then, and I want you to go back there now. Just go back there. You say, you're just running through this. And I am. We're going to slow down. I got four pages of notes, but, so we're going to slow down. But I want you to see it this morning before we, uh, before we go to the next step. Then. So it says, so, so the, the pray and seek my face, in order to see that, we're gonna start in Psalm 139, 23, and 24. That's what we're gonna do together. And we're gonna look at those things. And, but then once we've done that, he says, lead me in the way everlasting. And that is to go back to 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive. What's it say? What does it say? Whose sin? Whose sin? Antipha's? Right? Yeah, but who 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 is he talking about? My people. Isn't that remarkable? You want to help the people who need to be helped? Then let God deal with you. This is a promise. You know, um, it's in my notes. I won't go into it in great detail right now. But fear not. I believe God. That's the passage. Fear not. I believe God. You want to help people? Let God search your heart let God humble you, let God change you, and he says, and I will forgive their sin. And I believe he's talking about our sin and heal their land. Again, just where we live, God can touch where we live. You say, well, what's my land? I don't know. Is it your house, your neighborhood, our church, Virginia? I don't know. I really don't know. I can't tell you exactly what I mean. I do know this, is not the kingdom. And it's not the world, right? The world, the flesh and devil, world's the world system's not gonna change. But maybe the land can be changed. And what's the path to that? Letting God deal with us.